This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists, to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are finalizing plans for a nation-saving performance. Juniper finished her legal consultations while making music with a dwarf. Butthole locked down the plan for his fireworks show, and Quinny was brought unhappily to a wizard who explained his cloak. What will happen now that the portal has been opened back to the Fortress of Forlorn Hope? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. With a crackle of arcane energy, the somewhat busted Raven Gate uh, in the quarters of, I was going to say uh, Archibald and Emily, but that's wrong because it was Grace and Typhus and Emily, but they're also dead. So now Reginald <laughs> and I guess Butthole sleeps like nearby, right? He's yeah, not- well, it's like because there's this, they think. The central floor had the Raven Gate, and then the old, like the top floor oh, yeah, bedroom, the, like, up where was butthole where the, space. The was. And yeah, Reginald's yeah. hiding by the elevator. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so halfway between a butthole and a Reginald, uh, the portal crackles open. What? Is he sleeping by the elevator? I no. don't know why. <laughs> That's where the bedroom That's... is. We're just discussing the oh, layout of the top floor room. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thrilling <laughs> <He's>... audio intro. <laughs> where is he sleeping? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Serta Sleep Mattresses. No, he's got a bedroom. That's weird. All right, so the Raven Gate opens. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, halfway see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's sleeping by the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Halfway between a butthole and a Reginald, the Mm. Raven Gate opens, and uh, Bucky, you lead the charge through. Uh, Now, Ryan, you you had an extensive list of people you wanted to see show up. (laughs) Who is coming through the Raven Gate? Oh, it's everybody on staff were his priorities that he needs to put in charge. So he had Annan, he had Bucky, he had Declan and Honor System, he had Penny and Ford, and he had Leanne Lionshield. Great. Those were the top of his list. Anybody else is welcome. He's not saying they can't come well, through. No, but... we, we established that the gate is is touchy enough that it's it's risky to bring folks through. So oh, and we wanted to. I think I just to check in because this conversation would have been had. Is Ginny coming through here to be protected? Because I think we talked about her possibly being... No, no, I think we... We talked about her being the future of this nation. We did. (laughs) So I'm imagining Ginny would also have been on the list then to protect, you know, the once and future princess. Is she? 
Um, unless Quinny had Quinny said has no. has a say? Unless, realistically, Ginny would have come through regardless. Yeah. 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 All right, so we've got Ann and Bucky, uh, Penny and Ford, Leanne, Ginny, I'm missing someone. Declan and Honor System. Declan and Honor System. Mm. All right. And I'm going to be kind and remind you that Crendon also needs to come through. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We don't talked say, about him being... Don't give you anything, Laura. <laughs> um... <laughs> Cool. So the the gate opens. Uh, Bucky calls out uh, that that we're here, and it is literally like uh, a family arriving for like a holiday, just slamming through the door. Too many people, bunch of bags. Um, Bucky, you kind of lead the charge through. Um, Annan is kind of like right over your shoulder, trying to like she does that thing where it's like um, trying to hold the train door, where she kind of puts one leg through and keeps one leg on the other side, and just gesturing people through, trying to help Penny and Ford through, who are very much taking their time. Uh, Le- Leanne is like dragging, you know, her work kit, uh, so sort of a, a big trunk and a bunch of um, various working gear. You've got Yevgenovich in the mannequin body, just like pushing stuff from from behind, just trying to kind of get it up and over. Um, Declan and Honor System, would you have come on this? You were asked to, to go, but like, would they have gone? Hmm. We have a quiet life here at Forlorn Hope. We do have a quiet life, but here's the deal. The, the big farting resurrection machine. The oaf, yes. Yes, if he's going to go off and start a kingdom... And he's going to fuck it all up. Do, do you think he can really survive it without us there to keep him in line? Hmm. Because if they kill him, this is going to be like stop number two on the murder everyone who liked the farting oaf train. Well, I suppose we could take a look. Leave the boy here, I guess. Bring the boy in case something bad happens here while we're not here. I I think it would be best to keep Seamus with us. All right, we're all going to go through a magical portal to some sort of nightmare bad guy realm because some idiot who's making sure we can't die needs us to do architecture? Yes, that is what the Dragon Boy said. Architecture. Do you have programming for architecture? (laughs) Nothing special. Um, I understand building layouts and things like that. Perhaps it's applicable. I... I mean, this is the only example of architecture of this world that we have, is the fortress. Okay, so maybe they're really starting from the ground up, and they're like, okay, so he knows layouts, and he is present, and we can do that job. I just, maybe they'll have some place they can build me a fucking gun. That'd be so nice. I'm giving it up and all, don't get me wrong, but just we've seen enough crises. I know that you know that you've given it up, but maybe as a treat, we can try and make you a gun. It'd be a way that I could go hunting if we need food. <laughs> These people apparently use bows and arrows for that. Yeah, I, I, I think, despite the robot parts, you've got to have a certain amount of upper body strength that has been trained for a certain amount of time. Uh, unfortunately, we've trained in digging holes and then in your case, growing some things, and in my case, failing to grow things out of the holes. Well, maybe you'll <laughs> like learning to use a bow and arrow, or maybe we will figure out how to build you a gun. Worst case scenario, let's just try to find a crossbow. It feels like a nice middle range of the skill sets, but yes, that makes sense. And I guess if we're going on vacation, we'll find a gift for Seamus. He'll be with us. He's old. I'm not good at parenting. We can still buy him a present. Okay. Find or take. I don't understand how possession works here. Yeah, we're basically in a commune. I don't get it either. If your friend is now the king of a country, do you have to pay for groceries? I don't know the rules. I, I don't either. Well, let's go through a portal and learn the rules because we're architects now. Well, we know a little bit about portals. It's true. And I have been inside a building, which puts me ahead of where I started on the farming. <laughs> That's true. We can leave this for people more suited to it. That makes sense. The, the halflings can figure this out. Uh, you've got your sword? Always. Excellent. I've got a knife 
and a straw hat. It's really going to make an impression on the local architects. Seamus! <laughs> go off and find and the boy. Seamus, uh, <laughs> you find Seamus in his, uh, in his quarters, and he's got a whole bunch of diagrams uh, up on the walls. He's been studying very hard. Uh, and it's all of portal craft. Uh, he, even though Alan was a little, uh, a little hesitant to take on an apprentice now that there's better communication going back and forth, he's really trying to like prove to her that he knows his stuff. But unfortunately it is a lot of like, he's piecing together what he can from talking to like fantabulous Frondu who doesn't really know anything about portals, but does know a lot about magic. So there's a little bit of Calvin ball going on, but he's definitely like trying to put in the time. Uh, and, uh, you just come in and he says, Oh, um, Hello, uh, 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 Dad. He looks at honor system. He says, "Father." He looks at you, uh, Declan. He says, "Are we? Um, what's going on? Do you want to field this one, Seamus? We are going somewhere, and you're coming with us. Oh, is it on that mission that Ginny was talking about? Most likely." My first suicide mission. This is very oh. exciting. No, we're just like you, Father. No, Perhaps not, not. Not quite. We're 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 going to be architects of a new kingdom. Oh, should be low to nil likelihood of suicide. Do, do you do you know how to do architect stuff? Well, we have been selected, and so I believe we may have an edge on most of the people here at Forlorn Hope because, well, we've just seen more buildings. Well, yeah, because our buildings were awesome. And these buildings, it like looks around and like, kind of suck. Yes. Exactly. I think we may be able to help them uh, think a little bigger on oh, the scale of design. I, I can help with that. I was in a lot of different buildings. We will be leaving shortly, Seamus, uh, through one of your portals. But it's just like super excited, but trying to, trying to like... Be a good little soldier about it and failing very badly. Just be like, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 sir, sirs, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm ready. I even have a go bag. And he just like looks over. And there's just a bag, like fucking Christopher Robin style, with like a Aww. it says go bag on it. And he's just like, huh? Look, I even put a gun in there. It's just like a stick. That's very good of you. I, look, I know it's not a gun. I just figured I'd practice in case I had one because then I would know where to put it. See, now we have to get two guns. <laughs> Yeah, okay, right. Dad, you can have one gun in each hand, but, like, I would really like one at some point. Oh, I don't need one in each hand. That's no way to shoot. <laughs> okay, so wait, so, honor system, Dad, you're getting good at guns? No. So who's that extra gun? Is it for Ginny? If I can get a second gun, the person I'm going to be teaching to shoot is you. Okay. You are going to be a little gunman magician of this strange realm. Jeez, Only if so you are fucking well-behaved, Seamus. Of course, yes. That's true. The amount of responsibility you have to have in place to be able to handle a weapon Understood, sir, is yes. going to be staggering. Yes, well, I've been trying to learn the portals so that I can prove I'm, I'm responsible and I'll do it for guns too, but if, if we need to go, and he like, grabs his bag and like immediately like, pulls as many of the, the portal diagrams out and stuffs them in his backpacks, his architect stuff. Okay, well, if we need to go, then, hmm. then I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. I'll go get our go bags. Thank you. Declan will get him and go meet yeah. everybody at the like, portal. Wait, who's going to watch the gardens while we're gone? And then you all fuck off the portal. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in another uh, another room. God, I can't believe we're going to fucking do this. In another room, um, uh, Penny and Ford are also packing up. Here we go. Um, Hit so, it. Hit it, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> They're all yeah, just, just No yep. PCs in this scene. <laughs> Good luck. Take a break, guys. Take a break. Uh, you know, they say a good boss can't uh, make you do stuff if they don't do it themselves. So here we go. Um, so uh, Ford is uh, very uh, aggressively making tea, uh, which is always a, a bad sign in the uh, Brown Barrow house. And he just says, well, Penny, you know, it's just we, we've been through a lot of disruption. And I was kind of hoping with all those undead folks gone that maybe we could just kind of go back to the farm and I could see how many of the pumpkins I need to bury. Because, you know, it's kind of a concern that some of those are gone. <laughs> And uh, meanwhile, Penny's just stuffing stuff in a bag, um, and she says, Ford, dear, I completely understand what you're saying, and it's, you know, I, I know you love those pumpkins, but look, look it, Quinny's friend, Butthole, 
he he doesn't have a lot of supports in his life. You know, he's had a lot of disruption. Just, I mean, I know you're disrupted about moving from the farm. And Ford's like, I know it's not the same though. She's like, no, you're right. It's not the same. It, it's much more important. And he's he's done a lot for these people. And he's done a lot for our little Quinny, uh, who's really come into his own and, and you know, seemingly hasn't robbed anyone who lives here, which I think from what I've, I've been hearing is, is a pretty good thing. So we are going to go and... See if we can do for for butthole what he's done for Quinny. We're gonna go try and take care of that that big man, and and you know um, at the very least you can make sure that he's eating well, and I can, you know, um, help. I guess do forging and 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 Ford is like and teaching, hun. She's like yes and teaching. Yes, we'll, we'll go and we'll. <laughs> We'll do all of that. We'll get back to our pumpkins eventually. But in the meantime, you know, I, I'm just thinking we need to go. And also it'll be nice to have just uh, Quinny and, and, and Ginny and, and all of us there in Butthole and, and that big old dog. And it'll, it'll be nice. And Ford just kind of shakes his head and he says, oh, okay, honey, you know best. I just, this world's getting awfully big for me and I'm a little scared. And she takes his hand and she says, well, if you're scared, then that means it's the right thing to do now, doesn't it? And then she smacks him on the ass and she's like, now get going. Uh, and the two of them uh, take off uh, hand in hand and hand on ass um, <laughs> to uh, to join the portal. Uh, Annan, meanwhile, has missed all of this, but is frustrated that people aren't there on time. Uh, so that brings us back to our, our portal as people come through. Um, so uh, everyone kind of piles through. Um Ginny kind of like helps Seamus through um, and uh, he's definitely making a show of like, I can do this on my own and then being like real freaked out about the actual stepping through the portal is not a fucking pleasant. Sure. Like there's a lip. Like it's weird to step up and over something and yeah. into another reality. Um, and uh, Crendon is looking around, not really sure what the fuck he's doing there. He He's there. There's a little bit of sheepishness and it definitely feels like, you know, the ex-con who was given like a job in a community and is just kind of like. Uh, okay, but looking at kind of the A-listers stepping through, he has no fucking clue why why he's coming along. But he was summoned, and he he's reporting in. Um, so all of them kind of pile through, and uh, behind them, uh, Yevgenovich is just like creaking over, uh, waving his mannequin arm, just be like, "Okay, have fun." Um, and the uh, the portal snaps shut, uh, and uh, lo and behold. Your friends have arrived. So, Quinny and Butthole, you're in the building, so you're able to just kind of uh, immediately go to them. Uh, Juniper, you're just one floor down, so it'd be easy enough for you to to get up there as well. Awesome. Uh, so, we're able to pull everyone together. Hey. Uh, the question I have for you, Ryan, is would you do this in the bedrooms or would you take everyone into the like the the council hall or where where would you... Have the meeting of all of the characters we all play. Probably where they, because if they came out of the Raven Gate into that central room, mm -hmm. that's kind of the living room meets, there's the map of the yeah, area. Like also, there's just the big glass dome to see everything mm -hmm. that's going on. It feels like a good place to meet. Also, he doesn't need them to see how oppressive the building is yet. This place is kind of a weird fishbowl. The moment they go downstairs, they'll realize like, oh, we're inside a demon's castle. Mm -hmm. Like, we can have the talk up here and then get people down to, to quarters. Cool. All right, I got to run through this for a few things uh bucky uh you're just in awe of this whole place it's like another castle but different and look at all the people who are here wow we're so high up <laughs> adorable um <laughs> Annan, uh actually is similarly uh similarly like kind of taken with this place like just going from the desperation of like the fur traders hut to a castle to like this a fortress there's just kind of a like you catch a, a rare sort of glimpse of of just kind of awe as she looks out over like a desert. And weirdly, the oasis is probably geographically somewhere not too far from here. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of a like, oh, shit. Like, we really, we we moved. Um, Penny and Ford uh, just like run over to you, Quinny, and just like wrap you up in a, try and wrap you up in a big old hug. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for yeah. that. All right. Yeah. So there's a big hug. Um, and, uh, Ginny kind of like shuffles up beside and just like punches you in the arm playfully, but then like comes in for the hug. She All just right. had to, had to be cool first. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, uh, honor system and Declan, uh, you step out and I think after seeing kind of like the glass and, and, you know, you're up a tower, which honestly is probably a little comforting cause it's, it feels a little bit more like home. Um, but there's also still just a bunch of typhus shit around uh on the walls and things from like typhus's weird little like hovel he set up because butthole i don't imagine you like strip that joint uh typhus stuff wouldn't have a huge thing it'd be like if 
if it was offensive in some way, he'd remove it. But if it's boxes or furniture, no, this was shit, all of his like hammered together. Like he was building like his corporate logo and shit, and he had all that. Would you have had that taken down? Oh yeah, that shit is okay. So maybe they see that in the vault or that something. Sh- it's yeah, just, it, like, been... they could probably get you know if it's got you know t- turn off the wall and bust it up. There's still going to be the outline of it. Like you could see. Yeah, I think the, it's just like, enough mm-hmm. to like see remnants because they missed that whole escapade. So I think just the the remnants of Typhus and like you know the shredded eye pal in a corner. There's just some like weird shit for the two of you yeah yeah absolutely but i mean despite that declan's first thought is like oh that's weird and declan's second thought is what's out the window and it's just him mathing out the whole tactical situation that they are in because everybody here a bunch of people are here to find out what's going on with the kingdom and declan wants to make sure they're not assassinated i was gonna have you roll a perception check but you only have four character sheets not five today (laughs) so um... i can guess his is insane okay so just roll a d20 and don't get a one that was a 16, so cool. probably a 20-something. Uh, you note claw marks <laughs> rake down one of the windows near the uh, balcony on the outside of the glass. On the outside, yeah, yeah. Great, so not only is, oh, dear God, the tactical shithole, there's a hole in the wall. Wait, oh, there was a fire recently. I don't, this is not as many thousands of people as I would have hoped we had in terms of an army. Wait, oh, stuff can fly, shit. Nice. And Seamus is like, flying stuff. I mean, hmm, shit. <laughs> Did I say that right, Dad? You're you're doing fine. Uh, and he's he's just like doing that par- parental thing of not really paying yeah. attention to the conversation, just like mathing at those claws, looking down, seeing the wyvern on the house that's down there, and being like, eh, "Running, probably, but no one's screaming." Okay, car. <laughs> and then he was like trying to figure out the equivalent in his world of all the things. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Seamus, you will you will stay inside until your father say it is all right to to go. Oh yeah, staying inside here. Yeah, sure thing. Good, excellent. Um, he seems to be quite taken with all the pointy architecture. It is. He's entering his like. I think this is cool. Okay. So good. Look this just looks like again? horrific medieval dictatorship. I think to we Declan. said he was like ten when this all. St- 
Dark, but he's older now. Yeah, I don't think I have that in the book. I don't have oh, that written down. Yeah, so Pre-teen to early look. teen. Yeah, he's like in his early, I'd say okay. like like tween at best. He's okay, not. Okay, cool. Ginny, Ginny is older than him and cooler than him. Is, he's mm-hmm. 25. <laughs> <laughs> he's a recent university grad, but he's been really sheltered. Yeah, he's got, he got big into NFTs. Um, uh, that joke doesn't make sense because there were MFTs in our other world. Man, it's been a while. Anyway, yeah, he's, I think, I think we'd established he was like, Super little when you left him, and then I think he was like eight when your adventures began, so he was like 10 when you came through the portal. I think we're going to say definitively, he 12. Sure. Does that feel good? That sounds great. That feel good to Let's the table? Let's just decide. Let's Whatever it was canonically, listeners, just remember 12. Time works differently. Wink. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, regardless, he's he's younger than Ginny, and he's he's just kind of on on the cusp of like wanting to be be helpful and, and everything else. He also admittedly does have a huge edge, having been educated in the conglomerata. Uh, so here he is young, but also like seems like a genius Would because be a he was university just, graduate. Yeah, right, just yeah. taught a bunch of stuff that that um, we just didn't have mm. here. So, uh, while also being completely useless at like anything that doesn't have electricity. So you know, ups and downs. Um, cool. So he's he's jazzed about it. Um, yeah, I think that 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 we that will turn it over to you, butthole. It's it's your room. All right, everybody, thank you for coming. Uh, Going to do a quick update. We have successfully conquered this kingdom. It was formerly known as Aka. We had a democratic vote last night. It's now known as Asgard. That's the kingdom's name. Uh, it was an ugly civil war. A ton of people died. We did successfully kill all the zombies, which has been great. No more undead. Like, holds for applause. And, uh, a little bit of that means. Yeah. Lucky's clapping enthusiastically. Yeah, it, Declan, like... <laughs> Single clap. Our system is <laughs> not like clapping. Roll forward. Yeah. Ford does a full like air punch into like little little yeses, <laughs> just being like yes 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 yes, and then he collects himself. Uh, unfortunately, uh, someone immediately took credit, and that someone was Captain Plantier who and wants to like, kill us all. Boo! I'm Agreed. Sorry. sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, then. Plantier made a bunch of food grow outside the walls that the army unilaterally decided to start burning. So we saved what we could. Uh, there aren't a lot of reliable people in the army, but we've got Reginald in charge now. I'm going to have jobs for everybody in this room. In terms of the big things that are going on, a local country called Cormier came here with an army to murder everyone and burn a, burn Asgard to the ground. But we negotiated with them, and we've begun negotiations with the Lord's Alliance from Neverwinter and the whole coast business. Uh, we basically need to establish that we have culture. That is not just war. We need to establish that we have laws, which are being worked on by Juniper. Juniper waves. And we uh, and we need a local to vouch for us, so we're working on that as well. Uh, everyone who lives around here seems to be either a horrific dictator or horrifically oppressed. But we can't save everybody because we're running this country that we don't want everyone to die in. Uh, right now, prosperity, neutral. Our economy is in the shitter. But we do have a bunch of adamantine that we're hauling up to try to start selling and opening up trade. The military is full of uh, absolute murder machines. The ones who necromancers liked are the ones who are still alive. So we've deposed most of the captains. We found one that's good. Reginald's in charge. And Crandon, congratulations. You're going to be captain number two because we're going to have two captains we can trust. Uh, Everybody who's here, I got a job for you in this new kingdom. So we got to try to make it work. It's a lot. I'm aware this is a lot. You're all hired. So, Annan, you're going to be my hand as usual. Uh, Patty? And just door boots open. She's like, I brought some bagels just in case you need them. And she just throws nuts and chips at everyone. Those are <laughs> those are what they think bagels are here. Uh, oh, boy, bagels. <laughs> hey, I like the cut of your jib there, Mr. Dragon Boy. I like the cut of your jib. That's real cool. What's your name? My name's Bucky. What's your name? Well, my name's old Patty Two Eyes. Well, hello, Miss Patty Two Eyes. It's oh, a pleasure to meet you. Please, Miss Patty Two Eyes was my mom. You could just call me Patty Two Eyes. All right, I love this moment of connection, but we are short on time. So, of course, Your Majesty. This I'm is, sorry. This is Patty Two Eyes, and before I had you here, Patty Two Eyes was you. So you're going to be the hand. You're running the kingdom when uh-huh. I'm not around. You make it all run. Patty can work for you because Patty's got the local connections. And then uh, she's also really good at spreading rumors. So if we need like a town crier association, Patty. Uh, Bucky, I need a diplomat. What's that, sir? Uh, I need to send you basically when we have negotiations with other countries or people who are worried that we're scary or we need to make a friend. Uh-huh. Uh, you're going to go 
and talk to them and then like make friends. Okay. Yeah, that's the job. Just make friends. It'll be really good for us. There are a bunch of people downstairs. They're all, uh, not all, some of them are quite nice. One of them is a super powerful wizard. Wow. Okay, but we're going to need you to make friends with uh, with all of them. I need to be a diplomat to them? Yes. Okay. And Bucky's just walking. <laughs> He's going to go downstairs. Bucky, don't promise them anything. <laughs> well, uh, okay, Mr. Butthole. Thank you. Thank you. I, we're going to have to go with King Butthole just for the sake of propriety. Okay, King Butthole. It is nice to have him back. Uh, okay. <laughs> We've got Leanne. I need somebody to run all the guilds here uh, and basically be the general quartermaster. We've got a forge. That's still theoretically functional. We've got a hospital, but we kind of only have four clerics, so it doesn't really work. And we have a barracks that's full of uh, nothing because it was full of murderers. And she just kind of shakes her head and she's like, wow, from booting open my door to just booting open my job description, huh? That's uh, that's a hell of a lot more than sewing coats. Hello, new friend. Uh, <laughs> if there's anybody you need from the fortress... Bring him on over. Everybody's conscripted. And she just like leans up and like cracks her back and she's like, okie dokie. All right. Penny and Ford, you guys, uh, uh, I, we need a school system. This place doesn't have one. They just taught everyone to kill and then put them in the army. I'd like to take the youth of Asgard and try to turn them into better people who know more about other things. Everyone I know is also kind of a professional murderer or arguably an idiot. You two are, are nice, smart people who raised a good Quinny. Can you help me raise this nation's Quinnies? And uh, they look at each other and uh, Penny steps forward and she's just like, well, you know, uh, I think there's... there's, there's Quinny's had his, his challenges, you know, and, and Ginny apparently was sneaking out and laying traps all over the place. And Ginny's like, I was killing the undead. And they're like, we know, but still, it was past curfew, so it's not great. Um, so we've got a little bit of experience with that, and we've, I think, learned learned a little bit too. Um, so, uh, but um, Mr. King Butthole, um, you're asking a lot of these folks. And you're asking a, a, a lot, and you know, I think some of us are going to want some some proper compensation for this. So uh, I'll do it um, if you uh, promise me that every morning and every night before you go to sleep, you will come and give me a hug. And I will I will not negotiate on this, Mister. I will kick you in the keister, and then oh, when wow. you fall over, I might even kick you in the shin. It's she's not lying. <laughs> okay, well, are you? You got to live in the palace then. Is that cool? Yeah, that's, uh, look, if, if reasonably, if you can't do it, that's fine. I'm okay. just saying whenever oh, it is then, reasonably possible, yes. I'm going to expect it. That's And I deal. do not take rain checks, mister. That's fine. I, I agree to these terms. I think they are more than reasonable. Also pleasant. Well, good. That's good. I'm glad. I didn't want to do any keister kicking today. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> last. Uh, okay, Crenna, we talked to you. Seamus, good to see you. Uh, Declan and Honor System, <laughs> I need architects to help me build the city. Uh, as you can see, a lot of it was on fire, or there's a big hole in the wall. Uh, again, There's hospital, a bite out of the table. Hospital, <laughs> no clerks. Ignore the table. Uh, over there. We got a werewolf problem, Crandon. We're circling back to this. Uh, basically, we're missing a lot of buildings. We don't really have infrastructure. Uh, and there's a chance that we could be invaded by any number of hostile nations. I was really hoping that you two could, like, figure out what we should build in what order and, like, try to balance what the people need versus what we got to do. Yeah, local labor, I'm sure people can help you run the math or whatever you need on buildings, but I just need planners who have some balance of, like, civilian life and military necessity because we're outnumbered by everyone all the time forever. King Farch, what does Asgard have in the way of building materials and a construction labor force? Well, if you look outside, uh, you're seeing it, and uh, you're seeing it. We can hire people, we can strip people. We might be able to start bringing people in from the outside, but we need to actually get the adamantine moving through the forge in a way we can start selling to be able to have some money to be able to hire people. I'd like to keep as much of the, the income in Asgard as possible, but we're building from functionally zero. We have like a population of 8,000 people. I don't even think we have enough food. That is going to impact the speed at which we can 
construct the even the most basic and crucial buildings and structures. Well, and Leanne will step forward and just say, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Tin Man guy, uh, you're, you're not wrong, uh, but, you know, for spinning up guilds, if you're willing, uh, my lord, to lose some of your soldiers, I bet we could uh, start training up craftspeople, tradespeople, and then... Uh, uh, Mr. System, we might be able to get you your builders a little bit faster. And if there's extra excess military pieces, we might be able to repurpose some of those for building materials. Uh, the barracks, for instance, could come down. Um, there's, from looks of things, a wall outside this castle could come down. Uh, it would be a hell of a job, but there are there are places. It just depends on what you want to prioritize. But I'm confident that if your soldiers are bored then we can maybe take a chunk of them off to to work on these projects, but it will open us up a little bit. I can't make enough shields to protect all of us, so. I think Butthole's going to look to Quinny and Juniper and be like, just a second, everybody. Just form a little mini huddle and be like, I don't think we can actually beat any of the neighbors in a war anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I no. So they, we, they could all get together and wipe us out, so. So we commit to cultural prosperity and trying to keep so. civilian life positive. And also uh, for anyone who like did bad shit, like, you know, murderous stuff that if again, if we don't want a blanket pardon, we could say, hey, you can work off your debt to society by helping rebuild it. It's also one of those things where we could hand it off to maybe Vismuth and Reginald and them and have them go through the army and like anybody they wouldn't want to put on the field, we retrain. Oh, yeah. So we're like reliable. And then we do a balance of like, we don't just want to send a bunch of psychopaths to go work in the guilds. But yeah, sure. But we don't really have a solution for the psycho mm. problem. So send them over. They're well supervised, rehabilitated, trained. I like all of this. And frankly, if we don't become a cultural hub, we're fucked because we just need people to like us. We need the people downstairs to like us. You want to you want to keep an army out of here? It's the people downstairs that we got to impress. And they laid out their terms, so this makes sense to me to meet those needs. Goblin Jr. bumps you. He's like, snarf, snarf. Which you both hear is like, well, I don't know, would you cast, talk to animals or are you just going to take it And this is one of those things where it's like, it depends on the level of complexity. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to tell them what I'm going to tell them and you tell me if you get yeah, off yeah, a snarf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just like, uh, yeah, and, uh, hey, you know, uh, if we're trying to make people go like, hey, those guys aren't going to murder us. If we just say, yeah, our army's gone by. Look, they're building shit now. That's, uh, that's a pretty good sign. You know, uh, back, back, you know, amongst the wolves, if one of us was like, I'm taking out my teeth now, we'd all be like, all right, that guy's pretty good. He's not going to bite us. You know, just going to sniff our butts and that's all right. Well, he's got mm -hmm. a good but weird point. What was it? It seemed like it was pro of doing this. Basically like the uh, uh, dissolving, I guess, of our standing army would be a pretty big gesture. Uh, uh, and and uh, a very strong indication of our desire for prosperity. He talked about teeth, uh, wolves taking their teeth out, and other wolves knowing that that means that they're not dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Tell them about the fight. butt thing. Yeah, and then they sniff butts. He says he really wanted you to know about the butt sniffing. Looks over, he's like sniff, sniff. Oh yeah, butthole looks sounds like mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like looks back to this. He's like, okay, I don't know if we want to dissolve the whole thing, but I'd say we could take. Okay, hammers could, if we're looking at like a way to quick structure this, mm -hmm. hammers can be a small elite force that we can send to other places to help solve problems, like a peacekeeping mm. force or you're dealing with like that country with all the undead in it, like that, yeah. that's fucked. We don't want to leave people alone with those problems. Otherwise, we have like a civil, like the, the town watch or a civil defense force or something like that, a combo, oh. army, police. I got the haters. I mean, they, they got the hate. If uh, they need to be doing violent things, they could... They could be the ones, but. Okay, we got, I got an idea for three things. <laughs> we got the hammerers yeah. who are going to be legitimate paragons of justice and virtue. Mm -hmm. sure, I'm going to yeah. make sure that that unit's there. We're going to shake anybody out who doesn't. We got regular town watch and civil mm -hmm. defense. We'll make yes. sure it's enough that we could actually try to stop somebody from rolling us over if we need to. Mm -hmm. The haters don't exist anymore. Got it. We don't need a force of random murderers in the night to mm -hmm. do bad things. Totally, yeah. And I am so glad that we have also destroyed the unseen hand. Yep. We've we because we wiped most of them out, so they're just thoroughly understaffed. Mm -hmm. They're gone. And I'm glad that that happened. So the haters mm. are just going to disappear, and that'll be really good. Yep. Because sometimes when you don't have an army. 
it's good to know the haters are gone. And he's, he's like walking himself through the logic of like, I can't say this out loud, so I don't have to lie about it later. It's like, they're, they're gone. Okay. So that works. Hashtag zone of truth. Yeah, that, that checks, <laughs> checks all the buttons. This, I feel good about this. Do you guys feel good about this? As good as we can, given the circumstances. And I would say general st- street design, we keep the wall of fire around the palace that's magical. Yes. But solely because if shit goes wrong and we don't have enough of a military, we can have civilians fall yes. back into the palace. We could fill this place and we could use whatever fucking 10-minute portal we have here on the wall mm-hmm. to get 10 minutes worth of people out a day. And we just hold the castle for as long as we can. Oh, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Whatever you need to say to justify it, but the firewall stays up because my fucking family stays here. <laughs> That's also an excellent point. Um, <laughs> okay. So that was our little thing. Uh, go Junior Jays. Uh, yeah, we're going to disband a good chunk of the army. We'll send them over to the trades, which is a good idea. Barracks absolutely can be taken apart. We don't need the outer wall to be as hardcore as it is now because we have like three. is bumped. I'm like, we have <laughs> three quarters of this like military wall with a giant gap. We could balance that out and use some of the materials to come around. We do need to start training people. We will keep a portion of the army to become the town and city watch as well as defense force. And a small elite group will become my hammers. Adamantine armor, weapons of... Justice. They're gonna do peacekeepers is a better term for what we're gonna do with this unit. Weapons of peace. Weapons of peace. Yeah, it says winking. <laughs> yep. No. No problem with that <laughs> juxtaposition. Uh, and they're. We got the church. We're allowing all faiths. But we're keeping the fire around the castle because it's our fallback, and it, that'll be our like. Ah, there's too many bad guys. We get people in here, and we can keep everybody safe for as long as possible. Uh, and uh, Seamus puts up his hand. Yes, Seamus. Uh, hello, um, your 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 Majesty, and he like literally like bows to the floor, like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So just like oh, wow. forehead to the ground, and then kind of like Ugh. awkwardly up. <laughs> he just looks like the flexibility of youth. <laughs> he says, um, <laughs> "I I understand that uh, you you have a a bit of a a bit of a funky portal situation going on." Correct. The, the portal that you guys came through works for about ten minutes a day, and it's not consistent. Okay. Yeah, I, I've been I've been studying uh, portology. Um, uh, that's what I'm calling it, at least. Uh, in the hopes that maybe I can go study with with Alan one day, uh, so um, I, I I'd be happy to kind of start working on that and see if maybe I can help stabilize it a little bit. Then, butthole turns to honor system technically. Can he do that? His abilities have not been truly put to the test, but his enthusiasm is more than apparent. You won't find anybody who's willing to work harder, and uh, I. Doubt we have anyone who's a portal specialist outside of Alan who won't show up. So let him take a look. If he could talk to some wizards, if you got some around who might know what's going on, that'll be <laughs> Alan's helpful. Alan's just like set like in the in the ra- by the Raven Gates, just mm-hmm. like meditating, being like, they "Haven't called me in a while." <laughs> Don't worry, Shay. This is going to be calling you <laughs> real soon. Yeah. You think they're the only ones stuck <laughs> with too many character sheets today? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, I say all right. Let's put him on the let's put him on the portal problem. Uh, there's a very talented wizard downstairs. Is it Alan? No, no. If you've got a way to reach out to Alan, that'd be great for more than one reason. But uh, the Fallow Meyer Pink Blossom is one of the strongest wizards I have ever met. She's in the building. <laughs> then I got to If you get into the <laughs> if you get into the niches of like I need to know a lot about magic missile, then I've got a guy. But if you need like a portal <laughs> person, I don't have that. I got a tensor's disc person. I've got an acid arrow guy. I've got a magic missile guy, and I've got Kevin who does fireballs. Uh, Annan raises her hand uh, yes, in, in a way that is both like, I'm doing this because it's supposed to, but is already talking as she oh, does it. Oh, yeah, he just like gives um, the floor so and, easily. And uh, she, she just says, um, okay, so back home, a lot of the uh, the folks from Quintown, um, uh, Cornucopia, were starting to worship you, uh, butthole. We were seeing statues, we were seeing informal and somewhat more formal uh, ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, since the food showed up, there's been some interest in the man who who flew through the sky, but Ugh. I've been stamping that shit out wherever possible. Um, He's that a fucking said, dickhead. Uh, well, I mean, look, when a when a uh, 
handsome kind of scruffy guy shows up looking sad and then gives you a bunch of food and says no 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 and flies away like that takes a lot of box for a lot of people of course they think they can help him i understand but he was also like an emotionally abusive spouse i have explained that okay. repeatedly okay. I, again i'm I, mad at yeah, you no no i know you're not i'm mad about the whole situation regardless okay. uh religion is the thing we clearly don't have a tremendously great handle on either here or at home mm-hmm. and I'm curious. You mentioned uh, that you've you've got religion on lockdown. Is this a theocracy, or are are the people here meant to worship you as a god? Are you starting your own church? Do I need to print more commandments? Do we need to start adding that to the Forsaken book in the appendix? I am working on a new version with a new cover. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have issues with like some crossover with where the Forsaken ended up because it got taken over by... Do you know what? The rest of the room doesn't need this. But like, <laughs> we're not a theocracy. People can worship whatever they want. We welcome all gods within the kingdom. Am I a god? Yes. Are people able to worship me? Yes. Has that church already kind of been founded and mm, the horses out of the stable? Yes. But I've got... Uh, fart hole, farch. Wait, what? Do you know fart hole? I heard about fart hole. Okay, so fart hole, farch reappeared. He's a cleric of me, and he is the high priest of Asgard. You'll know him when you see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna like him. Very enthusiastic. Ginny is just like very badly hiding laughter behind a fist at the idea of fart hole, farch uh, being a thing. Yeah. So people don't have to praise me. I am a god. I am a king, separate. No god kings, no church runs this place. Every time I've ever seen that happen, it's terrible. Yes, I've seen the stage play Dune. It doesn't go well. Yeah, it's it's bad. It turns into a worm. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah. I think it's a metaphor, but I don't... Do you understand metaphors, Quinny? Yes. And then Judy's just like, Farthole! <laughs> His name is Farthole? Oh, yeah, you're going to like him. Oh, okay. He's in charge of all religion in this town. And wait, and he's a goblin? Yeah. How did you meet a goblin? Well, from what I've heard, it was a long time ago. Am yeah. I right? He, he, he has a story about it, but I don't know what the fuck that guy's saying half the time. Okay, so he, if you go talk to him, he'll tell you the story. Don't, Jenny, you don't have to talk to him. Oh, I'm going to talk to him. No, Jenny, seriously, he's... She can go with you when you go for a confession. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. We do have all those uh, those unresolved issues from our long absence. Uh, Dad, maybe we could go talk to him together. Oh, oh, oh you, think, you think you're having a good time here, huh? I do. Oh, yeah. You want to do dad-daughter confession? To fart whole farts? Yeah, I think that sounds fun. Okay, yeah. It'll be really funny, lady. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, King uh, Butthole here. Can you make a, a royal decree that little Miss Ginny here also has to do confession with me? Yeah, sure. I, right. I mean, you guys are going to, I think we'll probably set it up so like you go in solo first and then you can do oh, yeah, a familiar yeah, yeah, one if you want. Oh yeah, you take time yeah. to like actually talk about your shit. I just think it'd be really funny to talk about some of this with a guy named Farthole Farge. Yeah, it's going to okay. be really funny now. Mm-hmm. Yep, you guys can do You're confession together this. then. That's great. So, uh, I'm just, Okay. One yeah. and then two. Uh, basically, we're trying to build this off from the ground up. The only people who kind of know what the, the hell is going on are Patty and then Quinny. And Juniper. Reginald is currently trying to befriend the army while also, I think, intimidating all the nobility. Uh, we're working on the legal code. I don't know. It's kind of a hot mess. We kind of have given you all a category. We'll set up tables. I'm aware everything it looks terrifying, and we're just going to have to live with that for a bit. Uh, we'll try to make it more comfortable. Um, and Ginny raises her hand. What's up? Um, Uncle Butthole, uh, King Uncle Butthole. Uh, you're, in a minute, we're going to go into what you have to call me, but... Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, are you okay? Oh. Because, <laughs> no. like, this is... Your, yeah, you're saying, like, we all got a lot to do, but, like, you... Uh, you're here, and um, and suddenly, like, ever so often the teenage disappears, but then sometimes it comes back real hard for old Ginny, and her trying desperately not to say the only way we could all be here is if you killed your mom is just lurking near her, uh, just just off screen. She's like, ah, well, um, y- you are here and king of of um, Akaw, Asgard, um, and uh, you're um, alone here doing that. And that's a lot. And also, did you kill your mom? Yeah. Oh. Nope, we're not doing that. I Nope, we're not doing that. Everybody, we got to start working. If you have any questions, Patty, Juniper, Quinny. That's Jenny, you got to stay. We're having a separate talk. 
okay. That's fu- okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> She's like, get the fuck out. We're having a talk <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, on the way out, Quinny wants to uh, uh, talk to. You can stay for. Uh, to be clear, Quinny and Juniper can stay for the talk with Ginny. He's not. Oh, okay. fan of it. It's just if anybody had any questions, he doesn't have any more answers than you guys do. Okay. So it's kind of. Quinny's just going to want to maybe talk to Goblin Jr. Just like as uh, walking everyone out and yep. he'll come back kind of thing. But he's just going to yeah. say to Goblin Jr. like. Hey, look, so I'm the spy master, um, and this is not like me recruiting you or like any kind of official order or request. I don't, I probably couldn't order you to do anything, but you are probably the closest to Butthole. So you don't have to report on him to me or anything like that. But if you see or hear things that are concerning, you can tell me. Yeah, right. Um, uh, and it's pretty good spycraft because not a lot of people speak wolf. So, yeah, well, I mean, uh, soon I'll have all my wolves, so that'll uh, that'll help too. Oh, all my Roman wolves. wolves huh? I mean, you know, paws crossed. Uh, but uh, you know, don't uh, don't don't just leave it on my my shoulders. Eh? You keep an eye on them too. Well, no, cause... I know, but this will help me. Yeah, yeah, do no, that. no, no. I, I think we we both got to take care of them. But uh, just remember, when when you died, he did that whole forsaken thing for a bit. He doesn't handle yeah. grief well, and we gotta give him some time, I think. But um, we don't have time. I mean, that's not an excuse. I don't know that this kingdom's worth much if, uh, if we can't take care of him. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'll I'll keep an eye on him. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Snarf. Snarf. And I. He says in like you can understand him. Yeah. He literally just says snarf. Snarf. Oh, yeah. To yeah. You. Yeah. It's not yeah. the first time he's done it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and he he just trots back over. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll come back over to Butthole and Ginny. What's up? Okay, so Ginny, you seem like you're a pretty solid person. Uh, and she just hugs you. She just throws her arms around you. <laughs> and she's like, look, I, 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 if we can do whatever you're about to do in a second, but just, I love you, okay? Cool. Uh, thank you. That's very kind of you. And he's just like dead to positive emotion. It just hurts for any positive emotion. So it's just that, that like stiff... Thank you. Like where the the response is unbalanced yeah. to the statement being made. Yep. Uh, well, is it just us here, or is it just us here? Like, it's okay. What do you mean? I don't know. You're holding something back. It's it's it, they're called feelings, and I don't have time for those right now. Uh, okay. So, Juniper, w- would you like a hug? I, Clearly not. I just I, watched the I worst would, hug I've ever seen in my life. I, would, I know, but I thought I would maybe li- a, another, a different... The offer is very appreciated. A hug itself, I would rather get hit with a hammer. Uh, okay. Would you and like you, to get hit with a hammer? Don't... What? <laughs> Stop helping. I have to be a okay. king for like two more minutes and then we can all... And Ginny like around. fully is backed off now. Right. And now is well in her awkward teen. To be clear, Ginny, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, no, uh, right. Anna and I also need... And Anna is <laughs> never far away. Yeah, like, yeah. like you yell that, and it's like she wasn't hanging off the edge of the elevator shaft when the elevator went down, but it was fucking close. Okay, so she comes back around with her clipboard. I've had <laughs> a talk. I found a clipboard. <laughs> Patty, you you know fucking Patty has one somewhere. <laughs> um, it smells like pee. Yeah, of course. It's gonna be the joke too. <laughs> All right, so. This information does not have to go much further than this room, but it does need to be officially noted, and it's something everybody needs to be aware of. I've already talked with Quinny about this. The line of succession for us, especially in a kingdom at this point, is very fraught. I don't have a son. I'm not going to have time to get married and then have a son or a daughter or anything. Adopting is complicated, theoretically possible, but try... I'm not exactly pick of the litter in terms of which king you're going to marry currently. Which means there's me, and there's Reginald. Uh, Reginald is not meant for the throne, nor does he want the throne. I don't think he'd last very long on the throne. Mm. Quinny's not somebody who wants to be king again. Tried Tried that, did not like it. Tried that hat, didn't Mm -hmm. care for it. Juniper, we kind of got another thing. Patty, make sure Krenna doesn't leave. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we got this other thing going on. But when it comes to... Who should take the throne next if something happens to me? The only decent person who's also young and can keep the focus and has some kind of tie into everybody is Ginny. 
like her eyes go wide. She's just like, oh, fuck. So what? Ginny. No. There's like a two-part thing to this. Uh, part one, I might start calling you Princess Ginny. And part two, of all the people in the kingdom, you'll be the only one who's allowed to call me Uncle Butthole. Uh, you can't, you can't, you can't, no, you can't put that on, on me. You just became king and you're like a spooky God or whatever. And I get that you're super sad about stuff, but like, I've seen what you can do. I've seen what, what my dad can do. I've seen what, what Juniper can do. You, you know, fucking Alan who is living in space or wherever now, I think. Jenny, and, and there are, there are a lot of people who can do what we do and probably some of whom can do what we do better and uh, they're not all on our side. Actually, there's very few people on our side. So we're going to make all the friends in the world that we can, but we need a plan for something that goes wrong. Also, I'll be a god then and I can look out for you in different ways once I'm full god, no more body. But not rushing towards this. We're going to do everything to prevent this from happening. I just, we need a contingency. It might never happen. That'd be great, but we, we literally can't come up with a better plan than this, which is both a compliment and I'm aware how scary it is as somebody who was raised yeah, to do this. Yeah, that one, I don't, I don't know anything. You know that, right? I don't know anything. I grew up in a fucking field. I thought my dad was, was a great thief or guard. I had to flip a coin on that one for a long time. My whole town worshipped my dead father. Then he came back from the dead, turned out to be admittedly awesome. And then we fought wizards and zombies. And when I tried to help, you all came down on me like a ton of shit. And now you're telling me I have to pick up this garbage too? Look at this fucking place. It's on fire. Everyone is scared. And you just said everyone around us is a murderous tyrant. What the fuck am I supposed to do in this? And also, like, I don't want to be you. I want to be him. And she points at Quinny. You're not him. And you're not me. She's <laughs> just a juniper. Like, can I be you? I'm sorry. Look, the snark comes her, naturally. Okay, I'm sorry. But... I'm... You're Ginny Brownbarrow. That's why we chose you. Oh, fuck. She can't, she can't fuck with that argument. That's pretty good. And um, here's the thing. We don't know what we're doing either. No one really does when they've got these kinds of jobs. If shit goes really well and we all work together and we do this right in like 30 or 40 years, we might be able to turn this place into a democratic state. That's the ideal outcome. Before that, uh, yeah, it's dog shit, uh, but somebody has to do this job that shouldn't exist because the system that it's built upon is incredibly flawed. We'll give you extra education. You can shadow Annan. Frankly, you're going to know more about running this place than any of us do in that amount of time. And I, frankly, was not trained to be a king either. I was trained to uh, be a hollow, raging asshole who had a god dumped into them and then i escaped and was a mercenary for a bit and then i just kind of stumbled into this by trying to do the right thing that's all we're asking just try to do the right thing if you have to um, oh. yeah okay um but uh if you die she points at you butthole she's like mm -hmm. I'm going to use my uh queenly powers to find someone to resurrect you so i can kick your ass for dying valid uh and you she points at you Quinny. she's like i better still get to go out and do cool thiefy shit because there is no way i'm sitting in some tower taking fucking lessons from Anon all day you promised you would teach me the family trade and so if i'm going to be queen of this place they're going to call me the fucking queen of blades or something cool like that because i want to i want everyone to know that i'm still like a fucking Sneaky little girl. I want people to know. I want that. That I want that. I want that on my fucking tombstone. Along with like, I run a democratic, whatever. Um, and Juniper. I fucking knew it. Thank you for telling me that. I fucking knew adults didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. I thought it was maybe just my dad, but if it's everyone, that's fucking. No, great. I've I've only learned it recently. Oh man, I'm not gonna tell yeah. Seamus. 
but I could. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> sure, Dad. <laughs> sure you do. I mean, I know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> All right. I'm, uh, I am sorry that I yelled at you a bunch just now. Um, I kind of thought you were going to yell at me for calling you uncle. Nope, that's, that's staying. Uh, and your name technically, legally now is Quinny Brown Barrow Farch. Ginny. Ginny Brown Barrow. Fuck me. This is... I'm so glad that we do these things in private. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll have somebody else write it down when yeah, I gotta read it on the written, day. Oh, yeah, there'll be a whole proclamation. Yeah. We'll but practice it. And it just taps the, the clipboard aggressively because she's clearly been doing She's like, yeah, obviously. Well, we'll have I, it in a font that makes the G look really distinct. Trust me, from I'm Q already working and, on it. Okay. A bad also, fonts are. Mm. Yeah. Annan, write it up for now. You're the person who knows outside of this room. We don't need to make this public knowledge currently because we have me, we have Reginald, and frankly, the public doesn't need to know. This is just our contingency taken care of in case some shit goes down. We have a witness who is not one of the three people in this room. That's, that's good. Hey, look, you saw what happened when I had to run the place. We did the whole we are Annan thing. I'm really glad you picked this option. Uh, also, thank you for not putting Reginald on the throne. I was very worried. Oh, I, I legitimately think he might just run. Yeah. If it's her... I think he sticks it out. The guy. Okay. The guy sure. just wants to be safe. And that's, and, what, it, mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. With and him. that, that does get to Anna a little bit. She's like, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can do this. And she puts a hand on, on Jenny's shoulder and she's like, we, we can do this, but it's very like, I'm your new stepmom kind of vibes. And Jenny's like, yeah, sure. Anna. okay, great. Okay, uh, Tom, what is our timeline to... This is the day we have to do all the show shit, right? Or do we have more time? You don't have to. You could do it. It was it was scheduled to be today, but again, like the thing with these envoys is they are here to like ensure that it happens, but they're also realistic about... It, basically, the test is if we show up and we're like, you need to do these three things, and you're like, oh, fuck, we'd never consider these. It'd be like, we need them by the end of the day or we're going to like level the, the city. But like... Uh, you know from talking to Primrose that she actually doesn't want to level the city. Like, mm-hmm. she hates a caw, and she wants a caw gone, but more bloodshed and destruction. And also, realistically, um, from what you know of her and the way she was presenting it, um, she was going to let everyone out of the city first. So, like, the refugee crisis she was prepared to create is, like, a bad scene for all. It will lead to a lot of bad things. Yeah. So, despite being here to destroy your your city with it's an army. It's not her top interest. Yeah. No, no. Um. So she's she's willing to give you the rope, I think particularly because you made such a good impression on her through all the wacky hijinks that kind of led mm-hmm. down that road. So that's all fine. Um, And then the envoys from the Lord's Alliance, they don't want to be here too long, but again, they, they came... Most of them were encouraged to come by people that are like vital allies uh, like uh, uh, Doddle. Like, yeah. it, they've been really like, and Lord Never, like um, Von Strauss is essentially the regent of Neverwinter right now. And his number one is Polka. So you've got like a bunch of people being like, these guys are on the level. So you've got time. If you don't yeah. want to do it all today, I think you don't have that to do it they, because Butthole's thought is we've got the drill. He hasn't heard complaints. So assuming drill is in place, fireworks are good. The, the fireworks are fucking great. Paint night is going to be a breeze. The bigger concern is like getting these laws in place. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the thing he would want to check out. Okay. We've got staff in place. That's happening. Juniper, where are we at on laws? Um, I've, I've spoken to our friends from Cormier and Neverwinter and Waterdeep and Mithril Hall and got a pretty good list of, kind of laws that I think we could kind of borrow from and other ones that we would absolutely never use. Um, so I think I have a good general idea. Um, we just got to see how things apply here because this isn't Cormier or Waterdeep or Neverwinter. Okay, or so Hall. if I had to say, how many days do you need to write up a rough draft of the laws of this nation, at least the high-level ones. Oh, I feel like high-level ones I've got. So you could present those in, say, an hour. What? Present them, like, to the public? No, to me. Oh, to you. Yeah, and I mean, Quinn. a good, a good like, draft. I think we should review it, but then and then I think we should talk to some, some people from Asgard. Okay, so... About them. In an hour, 
we can do a presentation mm-hmm. where you present the laws to okay. me, yep. Quinny, Annan, because Annan has things make sense. Mm-hmm. We get Vismith to represent the military. We get Balthazar Durian as the wizard whose name I know, so he becomes the local wizard guy. We will get somebody to represent Serafina Bellwinter, somebody I need to represent the voice of the weird nobles of this place. Oh, man. And Patty Two Eyes to speak for the populace. That's our weird panel to discuss your upcoming laws. We'll see you in an hour. See you later. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Mithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, Drama, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um... They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! New text post on Thursday, May 21st. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom, who wants to read my 5,000-word essay, Garrett, last name, Secret Werewolf? I'm Kate, by the way. They kissed? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk, because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But... This way, I met you. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.